Really? That's what you're you're gonna you think just because you're a Disney super fan, you're gonna love Fairhaven. I mean, yeah, it's 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 <laughs> it's an uh, it's an amusement park, so they're all kind of amusement parks. <laughs> so I'm just assuming, you know, if you like amusement parks, that's <laughs> cool. I mean, party, yeah, welcome. Let's get uh, started. I'm Jan. Oh, I'm Darius, and I'm Dylan, and this is Trek to the Holodeck. Welcome. It's like. I forgot that we were even doing a podcast this time. It's like we were just having a conversation and like all of a sudden somebody hit record on all these microphones that were in front of our face. Yeah, we just wandered into this room and they they were like, sit down and just talk. And then like 20 minutes in, there was a microphone in my face and I was like, what is this doing here? Where did this this? microphone come from? Like we each happened to wander into (laughs) empty rooms in our own apartments. Yeah. And and put on headphones and happen to get on a Zoom call I and feel, like now it's just weird up. because like we normally have this conversation like about our favorite episodes of Star Trek and how they're holodeck episodes yeah. and we like we it's like a book club kind of where we like pick yeah. an episode every week and we watch it yeah. and then yeah. we get yeah. together and we talk and, and and we talk about it but we we also rate it. Like, yeah, but we, yeah. we just because well, we want to keep track. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Usually we talk about like what the holodeck is too. like before the book club. We kind of explain that it's like kind of VR thing. You know, if you walk into the room and zzz, it, you get to be in another world, that's kind of what yeah. we do before the meeting. We do that just in case uh, the th- one of the three of us forgets what the holodeck right. is. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, then, and then like at the end of it, we're like, you know, or the like, beginning of it, like, wait, what is that? What does it even really mean for like a uh, an episode to be about the holodeck. Yeah. It's just like any any, any episode. episode. It's got a little bit of holodeck. Yeah. We're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then we also we we go to our big whiteboard uh, just to remind us what uh, how we judge these episodes. And there's these big letters on there that we all got dress. ourselves a big whiteboard and we put it into yeah. this room that we record in separately. Uh, and yeah, it's Drask's, like Dylan said. It, it's got yeah. a big D on it, which stands for dialogue. It's got a big uh-huh. R on it that stands for romance. It's got a big A that stands for action. It's got one of the two big S's, and the first one stands for suspense. And then it's got a big C on it that stands for camp. And then the second of the two big S's stands for uh, stakes. And, and and if you're still somehow listening to this, uh, this week we are evaluating Star Trek Voyager episode 11 of season six called Real... No, it's not nope. called Real Life. That was nope. last week. It's called Fairhaven. <laughs> AKA Delete the Wife. Delete, AKA Delete the Wife. Delete the Wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so like, I hope you uh, yeah. maybe got a mic thrown in front of your face, but unfortunately, you're not on the same recording as us. It's really but, weird. But it still would be great if you like, kind of like joined our book club uh, and joined our I don't know, trek, trek to the holiday. Believe these simulations to be this real? Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. That one got me off guard. I came in half wrecked. Like, whoa. Wrecked? Wrecked to the holodeck? Wrecked. That was the equivalent of like in a horror movie or something like that when somebody like walks into the middle of the street and it's a wide shot. So you know they're going to get <laughs> hit by, by a, a car. Bus. 
if we ever wanted to create like a tiny, like, uh, not tiny second podcast, but like a bonus podcast where we got drunk so and watched holodeck episodes, rewatch, like rewatched and re re ranked, but drunk, yeah, but the, drunk. The, call the, it the, 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 drax, the drunk. Oh, direct. We call it trekked <laughs> to the holodeck. And it'd be T-W-R-E-C-K-E-D to the holodeck. <laughs> I like to think we, uh, or we could just call it, we're smashed and we're in the holodeck. <laughs> like that. Drunk in the holodeck. That's the whole title. It's very long and, and cumbersome. <laughs> do you think ever anybody's ever just like, so what'd you do last night? Oh man, I just got fucking toasted in the holodeck, man. Oh, what you play? It's like nothing. nothing. Like I just, I just I went into that replicated a bar, and I just got really messed up. I went into like, that tiny little character creator one that we've got on the ship, and I put oh, yeah. a bar right there, uh, and just got totally smashed. I just like oh, like were you like mixed? Like were you experimenting on like new types of cocktails? Like no, I thought I was gonna do that, but I just ended up just drinking gin and tonics all night. <laughs> Talking to the bartender, <laughs> super cool guy. If super you ever go cool in there, dude. ask for Jared, Jared uh, Duncan, Jared Duncan, Jared real great character. I'm not quite sure who uh, <laughs> who designed him. He was just in there when I came in, and I was like, "No, nah, just add a bar and make him a bartender." <laughs> you were in there for like I'm looking at the logs. You were in there for like five hours, just get, getting really smashed. Really smashed. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was super cool. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even sent the hole. Oh, okay. This episode, um, did we already say when it aired? I don't want to no, repeat myself. Great. Um, January 12th, 2000. The it's the vi- first episode of Star Trek of the millennium. Of the millennium. It's That's amazing. really wild. A great pick, man. Great pick for the first episode of the millennium. Yeah. I'm sure it pissed a lot of people off, too. They're like, first one of the millennium? Oh, this fucking holodeck episode? bullshit? What is this? This romance novel with Janeway? I want space stuff. <laughs> I want, yeah, give I me want the space, space stuff. stuff. Give me neutrino wave. Give me the space stuff of this episode, which is very, very small. Like, I don't, I want to watch like a 10 minute episode of Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one was written by Robin Berger. Hell of a name. Uh, so here's a fucking wild thing about Robin Berger. Cause uh, you know, we like to do a little research. Oh, oh, big, people. big research people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, big research. Uh, as in, like, we click twice away from the Memory Alpha <laughs> character page. Uh, but she she wrote some Quantum Leap. She wrote some Remington Steel. But, like, then she kind of became more of a producer. And she is the one of the writers of the Princess Switch movies. Okay, is, which means it's not something much that we to a lot should of people, know. Yeah, it's but the, these horrible. Well, I, I, I think <laughs> these are just like Lifetime movie style Vanessa things with Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. She where plays she's, a twin. Well, it's like she looks exactly like the princess of this country called Belga, Belgravia, and <laughs> oh, they switch places. And it kind of was like a Twitter meme, like, this movie is terrible, but why are we all watching it? And then there was a sequel to it, uh, The Princess Switch, Switched Again, also written by Robin Berger. I'm going to be honest Uh, with you. Yeah. This movie looks like a whole lot of fun. It probably is. (laughs) This is probably one of those movies where you replicate a 12-pack in the... And you just yeah, you're watching. You're at the replicator, like uh, twelve pack of cores, please. And your friend's like, "Hey, what are you? Uh, where are you going? 
Uh, I'm gonna go get a little little drink and watch the Princess Switch yes. in uh, in Holodeck One. <laughs> if you want to come, there's a couch, like a whole living room set up, kind of from like the 21st century. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, wait, so you're not even like in it. You're just replicate. You're in your living room and you're replicating a living room and watching it in a replicated living room. Uh, my guess of the. The how the plot unfolds for Princess Witch because I'm not going to read the Wikipedia article, but it's that the, the princess and the normal girl, yeah. the the commoner switch, they both fall in love with the respective love interests of the other person. But at the end, when they reveal it, the men have to make a choice: mm-hmm. Do I which one do I do I want the real one, one or do the I, fake do one? Do I care about class or do I? Yeah, it's got some uh, uh, some um, what's the no, not what? Why am I the the one with Lindsay Lohan uh, with Parent Trap? Parent Trap. Got some some Parent Trap vibes. Well, yeah, it's the Parent Trap uh, thing of like switching identities. Right? Yeah, classic. I wish they did a Parent Trap episode in the Star Trek universe. That would be rad. Vorik and Torek are twins. <laughs> right? They could Parent Trap somebody. Parent, oh, some they could Vulcan. Parent Trap their parents. Like their parents are divorced, and they like really. <laughs> but but the the twist is that the, their parents both hate. Both of them, yeah, and they're like, like, just get out of here, just leave. And in the end, they're like, You're you got you are why we got divorced. I know we're not (laughs) supposed to say that, I know it's really fucked up, but in the end, Vorik (laughs) and Torik, the worst Vulcans, guys, Uh, that's kind of a one of our memes, yeah, just so you guys know. You're so just just listen 20 to 30 episodes of our podcast, you get it. You've ever watched Star Trek, you know that Vorik and say that you know that they suck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely terrible. Um, this next one, Alan Croker. Uh, if you know Star Trek, you know Alan Croker because he's directed 38 episodes of it. And most notably, he's also directed the finales for DS9, Voyager, and Enterprise. So, like, this guy. Damn, son. Classic Star Trek director. That's yeah. he, he. He's batting two out of three for, for <laughs> great finales. Right? <laughs> We win, will yeah. eventually do the series finale of Enterprise uh, Ooh, the on series this podcast. Of Voyager, though, is is great. It's it's regarded as probably the best two episodes of Star Trek ever. You think so? Really? You think it's the best on some two people's lists, Star Trek on some ever, people's really? lists, it is the yeah. best episodes of Star Trek ever. Um, they're they're very yeah. cinematic. Yeah, in a good way. I don't. Is it uh? Is it the one with the Borg? It's a bunch with the Borg stuff. There's some Borg stuff. There's I gotta some, be honest. Everything. I feel kind of bad saying this, but whenever uh, there's like a season finale <clears throat> two parter, and in Voyager, and it's about the Borg stuff, I kind of press the snooze button. I'm kind of like, yeah, I, I get yeah. it, because you know they're the, gonna be fine. Yeah, give me the weird. Give me the other weird stuff. Like, give me the Fairhavens. Give me the uh, yeah. you know Tom well, Paris like, flying. I like Equinox. Uh, is that a series and season? I think I just watched that one. Is that the one where they go undercover as, or no, maybe I'm wrong. No. Equinox is the one where they basically find another Voyager. I'm pretty sure that's the one. But it's like another Voyager that got like pulled into the Delta Quadrant. But wow. those guys were like, they're like, well, you know, maybe don't worry about the prime prime directive as much. Oh yeah, no, I remember that one. Yeah, they also have like a, an that EMH, but he's like evil. He's evil. It's oh fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, great. I remember that one. Um, yeah. and the music is by. Have we? 
I don't Do know. we have a, a new, I don't, a new, I don't, a new dude? I don't think we've. No, David Bell's done a few. He's okay. done quite a few of this. Do we have a Voyager? Do we have D Bell? Sorry. DB. DB. Decibel. Decibel Bell. DB Cooper. He's just DB Cooper. Or D Bell. What's the, what does the Chihuahua, the Taco Bell Chihuahua say in those old commercials? Um, Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero David Bell. Yo quiero David Bell. Yo quiero David Bell. That would fit the aesthetic of our show of like being really into 90s stuff. Yeah. Yo Yo quiero David Bell. Uh, we have a lot of guest star shout outs. Um, do you have to do the bell, by the way, Darius? When we say yo quiero David yeah, bell. bell, we have to put in the ding. <laughs> the talk about ding. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I feel like this podcast is going to turn into an hour and a half of inside jokes that we're just going to be firing off. And somebody's going to listen to be like, what the fuck are these guys doing? I don't what know the what fuck? The I don't understand the word. This is supposed to be, I barely understand what the holodeck is. <laughs> I barely tolerate it as a Star Trek fan. Yeah. They're not even doing that. And now they've said mm. Yo Quiero David Bell like 20 times. times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Um, some guest star shout outs. Uh, Richard Ryle as Seamus. Uh, he was Bataille in Inner Light. And the man... <laughs> There's a note that says the man works. He does a lot of actor credits, and I read it as he was also the man works in. <laughs> <laughs> He's known as the man works. The man, the works. man works. He does work. I've seen him in so much shit, and for He's a second, definitely one of those that guys. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was a. Uh, I thought he was Bill Murray's brother, for some oh, reason. Sean Murray. Yeah, no. the other guy. Yeah, the one who's in Mad Men. I yes. I haven't seen Mad Men. One of the Murrays is in Mad Men. Okay. Oh, and you haven't seen Mad Men? I've only seen it twice. Buddy, through. replicate replicate yourself a twelve pack. <laughs> go in a holodeck one. Make yourself a nice mid to late two thousands living room. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then just binge the shit out of that show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Finton McCown. I hope I said that right. As Michael Sullivan. Michael Sullivan. Yeah. He yeah, I, he had one of those he looked really familiar. Yeah, he was in Game of Thrones. He oh, was just was like he? one of those like big knights. He looked He's the one who's scary. He kind of has like a an edge to gruff. him. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. gruffy this is bartender. The, this is the Jane Way love interest, just for everybody who's who's listening. Man, Guys, how did they make him taller? <laughs> <laughs> she only added three <laughs> centimeters. She's like, I want him to be a little bit taller. That's like the equivalent of a, a woman like on Tinder. And she's like, he's 5'10". If he were 5'11", it would be a right. Be a winner. But, uh, no, that'd be like, no, that would be Swipes like, left. he's 5'10". If only he was 5'10 and a half, be a winner. Yeah. But he's only 5'10". I love that little character creator holodeck that they have in right? there. Right? Uh, totally. Yeah, because I'm imagining... <clears throat> we, we've all spent hours creating a character in a video game, I'm sure. Like way too much time. And I'm imagining like people being in there just being like, <clears throat> let me see the green hair again. <laughs> computer, let me, nah, computer, go back to the, you the, know, the brown hair. <laughs> you know, Tom Ferris has walked in on Harry Kim making a guy with like a dick nose or something. <laughs> like we all did with like the Wii, like yeah. with the Wii me creators where we were just like, let's create the ugliest, weirdest looking guy ever. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that would be. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining walking in to me and like, yo, dude, stop, man. It's really weird. Well, like, it would be funny, too, if somebody just like, you know, like a teenager on the ship, like got into his dad's program. Yeah. But, like didn't really understand or not even like 10 year old or an 11 year old. And he just gives everybody like a dick nose. Like, or something. And then the dad comes into like, he's just like, he's trying to unwind. He had a tough day in astrometrics. He just wants to play. He just wants to watch his one hour, play with one hour of whatever. <laughs> mystery novel, mystery novel, and yeah. everybody's got a fucking dick nose. And he's like, God, and he's got to spend his whole hour correcting it because the computer's not going to let him do it all in one fell swoop. Like and he, he like very quickly walks to the computer because you can only edit characters in the, the character editor room, holodeck, the holog- yeah, holo yeah. thing. So he angrily storms into the room and is like, "Computer, wearing- pull up, uh, pull up the dick faces." I need to change them. <laughs> and the computer's like, bup, bup. which one? Oh, God, fuck. He's got to try to remember all, all the faces. character names of all the characters in it. He pulls out a huge, like, D&D notebook with all the characters that he's got in there, and he's like, I think Francine had a dick nose. I think Frederick had a dick nose. Could you just pull those? Could you just pull them all up? Can I create a script that can just auto-delete all the dick noses? <laughs> But then, like, he doesn't write it quite correctly because he's had a long day in astrometrics. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has a nose anymore. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, uh, incredible. Oh, God. Uh, uh, so there's, and we'll just blast through these last few. Uh, Jan Claire was Franny Sullivan, who got yeah. who gets deleted. She's the wife that gets deleted. Yep. Henriette Ivanens or Ivanens plays Maggie O'Hallahan, who is uh, briefly Kim's. Uh, love interest, mm-hmm. um, and then Duffy McIntyre plays Grace, who must be on screen for like two and a half seconds. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't remember. Yeah, um, guys, would you watch this episode solely based off the holodeck content? Yup, that's yep. gonna be a big yes for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is like so lifetime movie. Oh, it's so good, but compressed. Dude. Every time I watch one of these like purely holodeck episodes, I, I keep coming back to the idea of making a Star Trek TV series that's just called The Holodeck. And it's like 10 episodes. I was thinking about it. It's like 10 episodes. And it's kind of what happens on most holodeck programs where like the hol programs get evil and start taking over the ship. But you're only watching what happens in the holodeck with the like the commanders who come in and do stuff. So you're like getting like a game of Thrones show, but with the twist that it's all on the holodeck guys, and these are Starfleet people. Dylan, this is basically Westworld. I know that's exactly what what I thought. I was like, it's just like (laughs) the machine, the hologram slowly realizing what's going on. Yeah. uh, The holodeck Westworld, which is also, I think what the Moriarty and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Moriarty and fistful of data is like combined. Yeah. It would be great to do like, to have it be like a a serial not a serialized but like a a uh, like what True Detective does where like each season is different anthology so you, yeah so you get yeah. Tom Paris being in Fast and the Furious you Guys, get to watch when whole anthology 10 shows were like the big thing and everyone was trying to do an anthology show and yeah. then like they still do them. it all stopped all at like once like we don't see new anthology shows that often. I don't know. Basically, Netflix does anthology shows for three seasons. Yeah. Just like, we're going to do three seasons of a show and we'll cancel it. Yeah. 
Uh, that's that's the closest thing now. <laughs> and they, Stranger Things was set up to be such a great anthology show, and then they continued with the characters, which kind of. Yeah. But we got to use these kids while they're still young. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you could just make them different people. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, no, this is just one town just has the most <laughs> fucked up shit happening in it, which is, I guess is very Stephen King in yeah. its own way. But yeah. Okay. Um, so we're going to do a little thing, a little segment called This Week On. On this segment, This Week On, we ask one of our contestants, one of our fellow co-hosts uh, to explain what happened on this episode in 30 seconds or less. Who do we have this week, Darius? Who is our big winner? I mean, soon to be winner, hopefully. It is... Please, welcome to the stage, Jan. Hello, sir. How are you? Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, it was my birthday last week. Okay, happy birthday. <laughs> Good for you. How old are you there, little guy? 34. 30. 43. <laughs> no, 34. <laughs> Three and four. I'm seven. You're seven years old. All right. Well, welcome to This Week On. I hope you watched the episode quite a few times. No, oh, I did. All right. Uh, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, Darius, do you have a timer? Stopwatch. He's just look, he's checking his pants. He doesn't remember where. Know where my you know when is. like somebody doesn't want to pay for the bill, you know, and they just oh, crazily oh, check see. their pants, yeah. like oh, and they pull Yon, out. All whenever everything. you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Tom Paris basically invented Disneyland for Voyager, and everybody on the crew is invited, and for whatever reason, they're super into it. Meanwhile, there's a neutronic wave front that comes, and for space reasons, Voyager just has to sit through it, so they set up a space anchor. Then Catherine Janeway is like, oh, I'll give this holodeck thing a, a try. She character creates a boyfriend for herself, and does she bang? Uh, that's personal, but it was a memorable experience, <laughs> according to her. Also, Vulcan, uh, Vulcan Tuvok Tying. gets real sick. <laughs> I like that you specified Vulcan Tuvok. Vulcan, Vulcan Tuvok. Tuvok. <laughs> if there's another version of Tuvok. Not human Tuvok. <laughs> you nailed it. I think you got yeah, it. You got most of it. I think you got it. Um, other, um, the, the thing that you missed that I was really bummed you missed was the arm wrestle because that was a big, there is a, a big really one. important arm wrestle segment. But actually, both of them are good. But the one with Harry Kim is uh, incredible. Some of the the best action I've seen <laughs> on Star Trek in a while. <laughs> um, yeah, but let's talk about outside the holodeck. Eh, let's just talk about the whole episode because like there's not a lot that happens outside the holodeck. Oh, um, this this is really similar to real life in this, and this is a classic Voyager problem of. There's some stuff happening outside of the holodeck, but whenever they decide to go all in on the holodeck, they just really don't give a shit about yeah. incorporating I it. actually, to be honest, I actually liked what happened outside of the holodeck because for once, instead of what's happening on the holodeck affecting like what's going on outside or like the holodeck is going to blow up the ship or whatever, it's yeah. the other way around and it's like more uh, personal. Yeah. So they're like... We gotta blow this thing up, but Fairhaven's gonna be gone. That that new hot boyfriend that you got, Janeway, he's gonna have no legs and like this, a pirate eye. <laughs> that is one, one of the weightiest moments. Go ahead, Darius. Oh no, I was just saying that this is uh, for like better or for worse. They use this to be like the outside of the holodeck stuff forces everybody to be in the holodeck. So it, it does support unlike I think real life where like real life, they were just like, we have to have something happening outside the holodeck. We don't space know what stuff. to have happening outside space the stuff. holodeck space yeah. stuff. This one, they yeah. were like, 
Well, uh, we're going to throw around a bunch of uh, sailing terms for some weird reason. We're going to like <laughs> really make this a feel like a boat, even though yeah. we don't normally do that. And they're going to have to sit through a storm. And uh, and we're going to go see what's happening in the holodeck. What's a space anchor? Well, okay. So it, it, you, you, in, you, invert, uh, <laughs> you invert the warp field and... It somehow stops you from moving in space. Great, okay. right? But <laughs> I think that ties well with the holodeck, though. They did the thing where they're like, because the holodeck is a coastal, Irish coastal town with boats yeah. and fishermen, you know, yeah. the whole thing. I so get that. Cool. You know what? That's a good point. There is that, you know, good job, Robin Berger, yeah. Of, yeah. of creating those sort of thematic, those parallels. Because one like, of my favorite. The whole idea behind space is like, unless you're, unless there's something pushing you. Or unless you're giving yourself, you don't go anywhere. Unlike water, where like well, yeah, there's currents room. and stuff like Sh- that. Shut up. <laughs> but this so, neutronic wavefront <laughs> is dangerous. Yeah. It's like yeah. two neutron stars ran into each other. Yeah. As we all know happens. <laughs> and created a tidal wave, a big fucking like... 10 light year or or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that would push Voyager or damage it if it gets caught up in it. Yeah. If it can't like catch it the right way and damages it. So they have to bat, they have to drop anchor and fucking batten and down the hatches. Well, and like, um, you know, Star Trek is based on these old like uh, sailor books, basically. Totally. They're like hugely like, influenced by the, yeah, I don't know what they're called. Like Master and Commander? Bigfoot was telling me, yeah, Master yeah. and Commander. Bigfoot was telling me, uh, and I, I'm sorry, Bigfoot, but I already forget the author and the, and the books that, that is, Star yeah. Trek was very based off of. So if you're still in the chat, you can you can throw that out there. But yeah, it's based off of old sailing stuff. Yeah, so this makes sense. Um, I believe it's the Master and Commander series. Yeah. I think, yeah, basically. Patrick O'Brien. Yeah. yeah. An Irish author. O'Brien. Oh. O'Brien. <laughs> O'Brien. Our favorite, uh, the Trek to the Holodeck daddy. Love this O'Brien. is This is a slight deviation here, uh, as we always do, but like Master and Commander, Far Side of the World. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. It is a Star Trek movie. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I watched this video. The, yeah. like, the whole oh, video is there a video it. that says that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn. We, we, yeah. <laughs> incredible it's Damn a star trek movie it's so good. well i have to delete my half finished master and commander is a star <laughs> no, trek you movie can still post video. a medium post you could do a yeah, medium post do a medium yeah, do a medium post. yeah. Try- <laughs> um this is a slightly off topic also uh but what i noticed when janeway has those books and she puts them on the replicator and she's like recycle yeah. something occurred to me that never occurred to me before in star trek they don't have trash cans. They don't know what trash cans are. They don't have trash because whenever they want to get rid of something, they just throw it in the replicator and say recycle. Yeah. It's like the trash can on a computer. <laughs> yeah. It should, it should make a little noise too. Yeah. Do you think Do you think someone, do you think there's one guy who's like in his quarters, he has like just stuff in his replicator that he hasn't like emptied like, yet? Buddy, he hasn't been like, recycle, dude, you just have to say computer recycle and that's all. Yeah. I just don't have it's the like, time for uh, it right now. He's like, honestly. And the guy's like, to it. Yeah, but dude, your, your quarters isn't running at its peak efficiency because you have so much stuff in that replicator. Like, <laughs> so much in it. I like to think that like somebody's got like a, a replicator hole that's like on all the time and they're like, they've got like a, 
a trash thing. And they're like, hey, whoo, and they like throw it over. They do like a hook shot into the trash and it goes zink and it just like disappears. <laughs> you have to be careful though. You can't have kids and have that on yeah. though because like a kid could just stick their hand in there. That's a, ba- that's a bachelor thing, 100%. <laughs> I'm imagining like, yeah, a bachelor thing where he's like, got they've got somebody over and they're like, Let's uh, check this out. And they try to lean on the <laughs> on the door, and their arm just goes straight. <laughs> the person just completely no, it doesn't even like get their arm chopped off. the The person just completely falls in and is gone, like straight up, like fuck. dead. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Replicator on 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 recycle. It's like parameters unsaved. He's like running to the transporter room and he's like, hey, I'll take over your ship, buddy. I'll take over your ship. It's like, what, what do you mean? It's like, just don't worry. Just take the time off. It's like, okay, okay. When was the last time he beamed off the ship? Oh, uh, March? The guy who kicks out walks in. He's like, fine, dude. I was just clearing the transport buffer anyway. No! no! Don't, don't do that! I'm just turning Wait, okay. it to Tim Robinson. Don't do don't that, do that, you idiot! <laughs> So basically, this guy would try to bring back his friend, but like an older draft from like an older version. Yeah, five months ago. That doesn't exactly. remember what happened. The, the last away mission, because he, he's an ensign, you know, like it just has been so long. Um, but he he does manage it, and he's just like, uh, what? Hey, buddy, um, there's a, there was a weird transporter accident. But we've all agreed on the ship to not talk about it. So just play cool. <laughs> if you have any questions, just let me know. So if anyone who uh, writes for Lower Decks is is watching, like, we'll write the spec script for this because it kind of writes so itself. This right? is a Boimler like, episode. Boimler fucking this is a disappears. And, uh, and what's his name? Uh, Tim Robbins. Character, yeah. Tim Robinson's character uh, episode. Fletcher? No. Fletcher just like accidentally deletes Boimler and is like, oh my no. god, oh my god. <laughs> Who did this? And then like has to bring back Boimler and it's like a three year old Boimler because Boimler hasn't been off the ship and like, <laughs> hey, where's Boimler? What? What? Where's Boimler? I don't, oh, know, I don't why know why you're talking you about. Why did you ask me? You said yesterday you were going to hang out and have some beers together. It's like, oh, that boy So now I'm, I'm the drunk one. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a second. You were on duty at the transporter. But yeah, but you said to, I could just go. Yeah, but you, you just listen to, to whatever people tell you. Like, <laughs> oh my god, this is just turning into a Star yeah. Trek. I think you should leave crossover show. Um, one of my favorite lines in this whole episode, weirdly enough, is when Harry Kim and and Tom Paris walk in to the the dining area, and Harry Kim says, "We should add fog," and then they just <laughs> sort of is like asinine debate about how if fog is cool or not. <laughs> I feel like Tom should have been like, yeah, we. Can, I've tried that, but like, once you add particle effects, like the whole holodeck just kind of so slows down a bit. You, you can, can hear the fan outside; Fans. it starts getting really. So, <laughs> this brings up a, a, a question that I had watching this because um, it gets to a point where uh, Paris is like, "Everyone's loving this, Janeway. You mind if I take over holodeck two and create like a seaside?" And and Janeway's like, "Yeah, go for it. Fine. I don't give a shit." So, do people, when they want to go to the seaside, have to walk out of one holodeck <laughs> and then turn around and go to the next holodeck and, like, completely break, like... Immersion breaking. <laughs> break the immersive. Or can, like, 
the is the holodeck smart enough to like know that they're going to walk into the next holodeck and it beams them from one holodeck <gasps> to the next one? Whoa. That's got to be it. Right? That sounds like the excessive shit that they would do <laughs> I'm just, in the holodeck. Now I'm just imagining like whenever anyone's walking past the holodeck, they're like, hey, can we stop with the beach thing? Because like some people are say it's a nudist beach and there's just like a bunch of naked people walking from one hallway into the other one so like could we put up like a curtain or something maybe they have to create because there are at least four holodecks on Voyager for some reason right yeah uh, they have to create a separate server of Fairhaven for people who are like you know how some they're like PvP servers for MMOs and non it's like yeah I'm in like I'm in the PvP Fairhaven server it's cool because like you can get into fights and you can get hurt really get but, crazy. Also, but also people get naked and stuff and it's kind of weird but like it's worth it for me i don't mean to jump from one bit to the next but it also brings up another thing that i was gonna talk about it costs like 39 dollars tom parrot on memory alpha they talk about how people got hurt in the bar fight which then either this one of two things happened either the holodeck safeties were off which they never explicitly say so we don't know or crew members got into fights with each other in the holiday. They got really into it. They got really into it. And that's how people got hurt. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wish that we could have seen like a whole bar fight. Like, and like Harry Kim punches Tom Paris in the face on accident. He turns around and he's like, Dude, Dude, what the fuck? He goes to punch somebody and they like duck and hit Tom Paris in the face. He's like, oh. Uh, I feel like we never got into And a Harry's good bar like, fight. Uh, it was the fog. <laughs> <laughs> it was the fog, was, and the doctor's the like running around, like, <laughs> like freaking out. Like, no, he's me. like, I'm Schweitzer. He's like, <laughs> he pops, huge throwback. Yeah, there's like a shot of of the fight, and he pops Schweitzer. up from at the bottom of the frame. Is like, I am Schweitzer. Schweitzer. And he just like slaps somebody in the face. <laughs> Oh man! Incredible. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh man. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna say, for my purposes, the safeties in this holodeck program are off. Definitely. And that's how. Also, you can be emotionally hurt Oof. in this holodeck episode. Yo. <laughs> Yo, let's talk about it. I I love this episode, and I I don't think we get enough like lifetime episodes and I'm kind of pissed about it because I love them. I think they're so much fun. This might be the most explicitly, uh, I would, I would just say like female, like stereotypically female gendered stories I think I've ever seen in Star Trek. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that, if that may, there's probably a better way to say that, but yeah. like there's no like action, the, the, you know, the drama, the conflict does not come from anything spacey or not that spacey is exclusive to men, but you know, it's just like, it's just in general terms. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just like, this is, uh, Janeway has not, you know, she found out that her fiance that she left in the alpha quadrant got married and moved on without her. This is her first like yeah. dabbling into rough, romance. And, and I love it. Conversation between her and the doctor where the doctor's just basically like, you know, we might not be coming back to the alpha quadrant anytime soon you're gonna need yeah. to like, get some responsibly you cannot have a relationship with anybody that is <laughs> your subordinate so yeah <laughs> i like, just imagine the doctor was talking to sullivan michael sullivan and he's like 
got, trying to hook his like his photonic bro up. He's just like, it's like, oh yeah, man, I'll I'll talk. To I'll talk. To her. I know Don't the worry. Captain. Don't worry. I know I'll the talk captain. to her, man. I got this, buddy. I'll talk to her. I got all the angles planned. Out. Awful, awful. That conversation though, I think is the best part of the episode because it's actually yeah, like a really good, like moral question about like, you know, how into something that's not real because like. I've had the same, not to the same extent, but like when Janeway's like, this isn't real. She has that moment where she's like, I've gotten so lost in this, it's not real. I've had kind of moments like that with like when you're in VR or whatever, or you're playing a video game that you're like really, really, really into. And then you step back for a second and you're like, it's not real, man. Like I, I was just sucked <laughs> into that. It's interesting. It's a big come down. Yeah. That's, yeah. Sometimes I feel like I don't finish some video games for that reason because I don't want to be faced with the fact that it's just over. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I spent forty five hours doing this. Jesus Christ! I, I think that's why they invented hours? New Game Plus. <laughs> yeah. What's that? You only spent forty five hours playing a game, yet? Well, because I knew there would be I mean, a New Game on. Plus, and I would just do it again. Come on. <laughs> the second playthrough, I'm evil and I kill everybody all the time. <laughs> Somebody like walks into like the the Fairhaven. Like Paris is like, okay, so this is the Fairhaven where everybody's nice. This is the Fairhaven where we just it gets Murder dark. So things. Just do whatever <laughs> do you whatever want the fuck there. you want. Yeah, Fairhaven <laughs> after dark. After dark. <laughs> There's like a schedule outside of the thing. It's like, all right, regular Fairhaven hours, and then from uh, two a.m. to seven a.m. we've got Fairhaven after dark. That's Fairhaven. where everyone can Adult get wild. Adults. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some weird content on Fairhaven after dark. I also love yeah. whenever the doctor's involved in like holodeck period stuff, he goes all in and he loves it too. Oh, like God. him as the priest he, is he so listened, fun. He listened to holodeck characters confessions. Like <laughs> straight up just like I'm I'm not, I'm guessing nobody on nobody on the ship, maybe like one or two people gave confession. Um but he listened to holodeck characters' confessions and then told them, like, their penance. Like, that's how into yeah. this character he got. I like to imagine somebody on the ship came in to give confession to the doctor. And all the doctor hears is like, <clears throat> I murdered somebody. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's like, sorry, what? <laughs> I murdered somebody. This is confidential, right? You like you're not allowed because this is between you and God, right? And he's uh, like, "Well," <laughs> and then the doctor's like, "Computer freeze program," and the guy's like, just stops because he's like, "I don't." Maybe you'll think I'm a hologram. Maybe I'll think I'm a hologram. I can't. I cannot blink. And the doctor like, I cannot like, blink. Like, like opens up the curtain really dramatically and like looks at him like the doctor would look at him. He's in uniform and everything like, <laughs> but he's, fr he's freezing. He's just like, yeah. Who did you murder? Uh, a hologram. Are you cool with that? It's technically not illegal. <laughs> Five Hail Marys. This Five whole, Hail Marys. this whole part, uh, in it's not in the holodeck, but in the, um, the medic, the med bay, after the fight yeah. where Tom Paris is just like, where the doctor's Love like, it. Hey, 
Tom, maybe we can like expand the priest character because you know the priest is like the the most well respected person in this time. He's the most important person in this village. <laughs> and Catholic just, Ireland. And Tom's just like, yeah. What if we have him go away to a monastery and take us a, a vow of silence? And the doctor's like, you better be careful, buddy. You better be careful. <laughs> I heard your confession. I heard your I know, confession. You killed, Tom. You killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Paris killed somebody. Tom's like, yo, whoa, whoa, what? what the fuck? No, whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I, we gotta, we gotta look at his program. We gotta. <laughs> he goes into the holographic research lab. Uh, pull up the doctor. Uh, I wonder if anybody's yeah. ever tried that. Pull up the, uh, oh my god. When when Janeway is doing the character creation, mm-hmm. uh, like. I, I think that's, 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 fu- but she like, the thing that I f- felt weird about is she, she kind of fell for the bartender, Michael, before she modified him. Yeah. That's, that's the conundrum, man. That's, that's the conundrum, right? That was her whole thing where she was like, I found myself modifying little things because I didn't like them. But they have that she whole, a few centimeters. they have that whole conversation about how like, right. Sometimes that's the it. things you don't like about somebody. Like that's miss. what makes it love, right? Like, yeah, the doctor really <laughs> hammers it home, man. He's more human than she is. Like, that's what it means scene, yeah. to be human, damn it. <laughs> uh, ladies on Tinder, <laughs> I'm going to uh, sp- highlight this scene. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> please pay attention. <laughs> Sometimes it's the flaws in the man. <laughs> oh my god, the doctor. It just says yeah, the, doctor. The, the doctor, not Doctor Who, the doctor from the, Star the Trek. Doctor, not that, the doctor, <laughs> not that, it's the doctor. Of the doctor. There's, it is funny when people say the doctor, I think of Robert Picardo. I do not think too. of any of, I don't think of David Tennant. I don't think of any of those. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> I also love Janeway does something when she comes on the, the holodeck for the first time. And it fills me with so much joy. She does this in a few episodes, but when she's watching, <clears throat> excuse me. When she's watching her crew have a good time and she gets that glowing smile on her face of like, I fucking love these guys and I'm so happy they're having a good time. It fills me full of joy yeah. whenever like she just, does we it. We just might make it. We yeah. just might make it. Yeah. It's so good. Hey, Dylan. And she's so chill. Yeah. Uh, what what Jan just said about when he thinks of the doctor, he only thinks of Robert Picardo. Yeah. Just came up with a meme idea. Um, for this episode, uh, it's the meme that we've already done, unfortunately, but it's the doctor like doing the, like the finger thing. Oh, we can do it again. Uh, doing (laughs) the finger thing. And it's like the, the no, the no. So it's like three doctor who doctors like, no, no, no. And then it's a picture of Robert Picardo. So it's like the doc, Robert Picardo (laughs) seeing Robert Picardo and like, like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) that does fit that character. It should be like 12, all 12 or 13 or whatever of the doctors. All 13 doctors. No, Mm. no, no. I guess the three most well-known ones are Tennant, Smith, and um, Jodie Whittaker, I believe is the most recent one. I haven't seen that one. Right, right. I also love the open door policy. Imagine having a holodeck with an open door policy. Anyone can just stroll the fuck in. But it bites him in the ass because they just leave it on all the time. And they're like, hey, uh, shit, there's this mega storm. We got to <laughs> reroute power. And uh, Captain, I do have to, I think we're going to have to delete a little bit of Fairhaven. This- She's like, go for it. Do it. Part of this, I liked it. At this moment, part of me wanted, wanted what to happen was she go, do it. 
And then like you see like the look on on uh, Paris's face, like oh fuck, I spent so much time on that. Yeah, and then, like, a, and then they like delete it. it. I didn't and save they, it. And then they delete it. And then like, um, they go like, and how about now, Tuvok? And Tuvok's like, not not enough power. Not part enough, of me wanted didn't do it. Part of me wanted like Tom Paris to go like, and it didn't even help. It didn't, it didn't even help. Even help. <laughs> I like the thing like when they're like, we're gonna have to delete a little bit of Fairhaven, and it like slowly pushes in on Janeway, and in the background you just hear Tom Paris. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> and everyone's like, yo, what the... And he's like, I spent so much time on that. <laughs> and he's and like, I didn't, I didn't do command save. I didn't do command didn't save. Do <laughs> so, did I have auto save on? I think I had auto save on. He comes in and he's like, god damn it, the last update, it, just, it changed the settings again. Auto save was not on. When's my last save? Oh, seven months. Just everything <laughs> is different. <sighs> I have to do that all again? Ugh. I didn't even name the characters at that point. My yeah, character it, was perfectly built out. I built him out. It was like <laughs> I had the perfect build. I was just destroying at this game. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You guys had no idea. I was making so much money as a sailor or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Yeah, oh, what okay. is Fairhaven? Because like obviously open world games are usually pretty violent, but Fairhaven does not feel like that. It feels more like Animal Crossing to me. Like everybody like would a, have their homestead or something. Or like a telltale like oh, yeah. yeah. That's what thing. it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Everybody picks a character that they hang out with. Yeah. And makes their choices. That's so cool, man. <laughs> and then what's his name? Uh Seamus towards the end is like Who cheats on his wife. <laughs> oh yeah, he did, didn't he? Ooh. Yeah, like, oh. for two shillings for to to stay at the. He asked hotel, for two shillings. I love this part of the episode, by the way. He asked for two <laughs> shillings from Tom Paris, and then smash cut to all right. We're taking bets for the for the, the arm wrestle, <laughs> yeah. and then Seamus is like, yeah, he like throws the two shillings, <laughs> the two shillings that Tom Paris just gave him into the hat, <laughs> and then proceeds to lose it. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. I feel like that moment is is absolutely like a side quest design thing in, in games now where there's a point where Tom's like kind of like he kind of um, uh, blanks out as like this character's telling yeah. his whole story. He's like, Wait, what, is, what do you want? It's like two shillings. Like, yeah, two shillings. Yeah, fine. fine. Can I just Quest get over. back to the Fuck side off. quest? <laughs> he's the guy who just shows up who's he's walking around doing something. Hey, can I have two shillings? Like, dude, yeah, you stop bothering me. Like, I'm yeah. trying to do something and, then, and you keep bothering and then you me. you find out later in the game that if you didn't give him two shillings, like, it would have forced him to become like a really cool, like, a warrior that like yeah. will then be your companion and allow you to like, like just destroy the game but because yeah. you didn't want to listen to his like 30 minute spiel you're like no just take the two just coins just take the fucking money <laughs> Harry's reading like the, the walkthrough cause he's just like he can't get this past the section he's like wait what if you if you have warrior Seamus what's, what's warrior, warrior Seamus like, clicks warrior on Seamus. it like, Oh man, I shouldn't have given the shillings. There's like a photo of Warrior Seamus and he's like super badass. Like, oh man, I mean, shit. Hey Paris, can we restart Fairhaven? Because like, I kind of want to redo some stuff. Sorry. Are you talking about Warrior Seamus? Seamus? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I threw that one one in there on purpose because not a lot of people want to listen to the guy, right? Yeah. But it turns out if you tough love with him, he becomes a better person. Yeah. (laughs) Off in the distance you hear... Yeah, warrior Seamus. And they're like, oh man, man. 
<laughs> it's probably Tuvok. Tuvok was the logical yeah. one. Yeah. He's yeah. like, Seamus, your life choices have led you down the stairs. <laughs> you know, Tuvok's playthrough is like a perfect playthrough of Fairhaven. <laughs> And he doesn't even tell people he's playing the game. He's not no, even telling people. No. Like, yeah, they sit down at Tim Ford and they're like, yeah, Fairhaven's pretty awesome. And Tuvok just looks up and says, yeah, I beat it in 20 hours. <laughs> like, did you what? do the DLC? Is, yeah, I did like, the DLC. It was easy. This is like probably like maybe months after everything got wiped and people are like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, I beat it in like 20 hours. Yeah, you put, I thought you weren't going to go into Fairhaven. He's like, I did it last week. They're like, what what do you mean you did it last week? He's like, well, yeah, I found a safe. And Tom Paris is like, what? You what? what? You found a safe? <laughs> yeah, it had a little asterisk in it, but I recovered it. I made sure to delete it when I was done, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't have a lot of space on the memory banks. Also, the uh, when Fairhaven is all fucked up and like... Yeah. I couldn't help but think like that was like Cyberpunk 2077 on like a base PlayStation 4. <laughs> What was happening to Fairhaven? Yeah, <laughs> they were just like, "Yeah, the game's uh, fucked. It's uh, broken. We, can't, we gotta rebuild I, it, dude." I could totally see that being like uh, some guy like gets off the of Starbase seventy four. He's like, "Hey, um, I just I just got this like freaking sweet holodeck program for off of Enterprise D. Really? It's like, yeah, and uh, like they're in an old Excelsior class ship. You know, <laughs> they put it in, and it's just like it's just not running, man. It's like I, I they're, like, uh, they're like put take it out, hold on, and they like look at it. They're like, it says it runs on it. It's like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can like technically, it technically it could run. It runs, yeah, I mean, but... look at this. Look at the face. There's no face. You know, there's no faces on the characters. You just, just gotta be patient. It'll load in. It'll load in. <laughs> Did you, did you turn off the fog? Yeah, I, yeah, turned, I turned, turned off, off the fog. The fog. The fog. Okay. <laughs> oh man, Warrior Seamus doesn't look as cool as I saw no, pictures of. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Warrior Seamus. Oh my god. Uh, oh, I would love for for I wish on lower decks now in hindsight that they made their holodeck like a low Video budget games. computer. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, that would be so good. Oh my god. Ah, just another pitch. Just this another, so pitch. another pitch. We're so gone to the wind that they'll never do if fucking, they ever hear this podcast because right. they can't legally. God. Pitch machine they just, over here. They go onto an, uh, a ship and it's just like everything's loading in polygons and stuff like that. And Boimler's like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? I also love... Uh, one of my favorite bits in this episode is when Chakotay runs into Janeway with with uh, with Hot Guy. Nice to like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, hey. He he does the eyes, and when they're on the the bridge, he's like, "Hey, uh, you liking that holodeck program?" And she's like, "Would you stop?" And he's like, "This is pretty cool, huh?" Pretty cool, huh? There's a point where she's so she's like, "I don't know, like, is is it weird if it's with a hologram?" It's like, never been a problem for me. I've done weird. It's like, it's like, did you just does Jacothe just say that he bangs on the holodeck all the time? It's like never let that stop me. I, I feel like Janeway should have been like he's like never been a problem for me. <clears throat> and Janeway's like, wait, okay, I didn't definitely didn't want to know that. No, that, that's that it makes me feel worse. <laughs> Part of me remembered uh, during this moment when uh, Chakotay runs into them. Uh, it made me think of one one zero zero one zero zero one because this was the moment that like Picard would have been like, oh, you're going to that castle. I fucking love castles. I will, I will gladly come to that castle with you. And Janeway's Riker in this situation. Riker, right? Like, She's like, um, Picard. No, Chakotay. Um, 
But Chakotay, Chakotay gets what's going on, and Chakotay's yeah. like, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I'm going to the ox. With yeah, I'll see like you later. Ball. Gonna, yeah, we'll, we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, he totally gets those vibes. There's a lake apparently. So this is a on the sea, and there's a lake, right? Because she goes on a date on the yeah, lake. On yeah, the lake. Michael, it's off screen. Yeah. yeah. Man, so, I wish they had more money. I, this was I shot really see all that. on a back lot of uh, Universal's uh, uh, European city. They used part okay. of like the European city for Universal. So I'm sure we've seen this in some old school World War II uh, movie <laughs> of some sort. Like, <laughs> or like Sound of Music or yeah, something. Yeah, That like, was my, when I first saw the set, I was like, this is, a, this is like out on a movie ranch somewhere, mm-hmm. like out in Malibu or something. Like... It's gotta be. <laughs> How does that work? Because it's a Paramount show. Paramount just didn't have. Maybe it an wasn't old... Universal. Maybe it was. But it was. It was. It, I know it was Universal for sure. You okay. were right about that. But like, does Paramount say, "Hey, uh, Universal, can we just like rent out?" I'm sure that's yeah. how yeah. it works. Yeah, just Universal rent just rents their shit. Yeah, yeah. I guess that makes unless sense. they're using it for Universal. I'm shoot, thinking like what they... it would be like as the cast and crew of this. Like, oh god, I have to go into the fucking valley for this episode. Like I have to like drive out the 101. Well, you know, Fuck. most of them probably lived in the valley, right? Like yeah, probably you're right. They're they probably had, like, they usually oh, have to commute. Yes. I can go to universal. <laughs> this is such a better commute. Oh my God. I don't have to yeah. go over the hill. Thank God. I yeah, don't have God. to go over the hill. <laughs> go through fucking on fountain, Paramount on fountain. <laughs> that was the uh, LA segment. LA segment. <laughs> LA talk about freeways. <laughs> Um, I feel like we got to talk about, we haven't quite hit the delete the wife moment, but yeah, it's so sinister and like, delete and then maybe, the maybe not sinister. Yeah. But the way she says that the music swells and she's like, delete the wife, oh, computer? <laughs> delete the wife. It's like, she's like reading a romance novel and she's like, changes the description. Like, uh, and he was tall. Or five foot eleven tall. Uh, she, every page that has the wife on it, she tears out. It's like she's just getting real, like real saucy with this. I like that she turns him into like a a moody, sensitive nerd. Yeah, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's her type. Yeah, who's got that, rough outside. And then like he meet, she meets him for the first time after she, uh, she like Enhances changes him. everything, and he's like, "Have you heard of this poet?" What about this poet? She's like, no, I have. Damn it, I haven't heard of any of these poets. Oh, I made him too smart. <laughs> what have I done? Oh, I made him too smart. Now I have to do homework. Now I have to do homework. Now I have to go read. <laughs> now I've created one of those guys who's like, oh, you haven't heard of this poet. What about this poet who writes the exact same way? She's like, no, dude. Like, oh, well, I'll talk oh. to you when you have. So yeah, that would be such a great. That would have been such a great bit in this episode where she's, he's like too smart and he's like. You're really not my type and leaves. And she's like, I made him too cool. I made him way too fucking cool. (laughs) Just make him like have dropped out to like support his family, his second year at Trinity College instead of like. Yeah. 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 I also love uh, when they get drunk together and they're playing the the ring thing. Um, Which is pre-enhancement, by the way. Pre-enhancement. Yeah. It's so their chemistry is pretty good when they're doing the arm wrestle. It's like so much fun. And I love the, like, nobody calls me chicken moment that Janeway has. She's like, I got to go. And he's like, you afraid you're going to lose? And she's like, all right, asshole, let's fucking go. Okay. You, fucking, you yeah. push my buttons. <laughs> and and it's, yeah, it's great because it's a total Janeway thing of like, oh, I don't lose. Like, I yeah. I just don't lose. She's not a no-win scenario. 
She also doesn't like bullies, right? That's her. That's her thing. She's yeah. like, I don't like bullies. Yeah. yeah, I don't like. I don't like violence, but I also don't like bullies. Uh, yeah, it's it's really great. It oh. is funny that she has so much chemistry with with Michael Sullivan, Michael Sullivan. but he's also married. Like the pro, like Paris designed the program to be maybe a, just a cheater and not. Dr- it doesn't drink, but. Maybe I love. Cheats. I love that moment where it, where Paris is like, I didn't, I didn't program him to drink. What is he doing? Like, <laughs> Paris walks up and just like gets up drink, and then like Neelix is behind the bar, and Paris is like, Neelix, why Dude. are you working? This is <laughs> Neelix, this is a, this is for recreation. You should not be working. Where Sullivan? I did not program him to drink because he should be behind the bar. The bar. <laughs> And you're like, oh, ooh, right, and you're like, of course. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah. I can't stop working. I just, I'm just I sorry, love I'm working. <laughs> yeah. I'm workaholic. I just love it. He's, he's such a Capricorn. Well, because this whole, this whole episode is Neelix being like, yeah, I'm making food. Um, I'm going to go learn this recipe. I uh, am behind the bar. It's like, Neelix, stop working. <laughs> Seriously, man, what does Neelix do to fucking relax? It doesn't. It seems like he's working all the time. Well, whenever he relaxes, he starts thinking about the fact that his species is genocided. That's <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> he's running away from his prize. Yeah, he he's running away. Is. I'm just going to be everybody on the ship's therapist or something <laughs> and cook all the like time. Him and, him all and the Janeway time. have that have that uh, uh, talk about the storms, and yeah. he's like, "Well, I remember." We used to have some pretty bad storms too. And then in, internally he's like, Flashes. he just starts breaking down crying, but externally he's like, I have to hold it together for the captain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where we, you rest of we used to have some pretty bad storms. Flashback, like, Duh! somebody gets their like arm ripped off. He's like, yeah, they were pretty bad. They were pretty bad. <laughs> Back when there were other Talaxians. Oh, it's so sad. Hey, I, we should probably bop pop into the holodeck and come right back. Let's do it. I'm just realizing. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. No, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, because we, we, there's not a clear break. Or maybe yeah, well, are you just going to arbitrarily pick I it? was going to arbitrarily pick a moment, but we can, oh, okay. we can go now no, if no, we no, want. No. Let's keep it arbitrary. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager, Mess Hall. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Mm. So, um, so then it was really cool, OPEC. There was this mm-hmm. moment where Seamus, like, he was he was stumbling drunk, like, out of the pub, and I was like, hey there, Seamus. And I, you know, I kind of sound like a pirate sometimes. I'm really bad with accents, but, like, yeah, I was really into. Are you are you listening to me, Lopec? Uh, I am trying to listen. However, the sound of your voice is coming into my ears in a way that is affecting it is increasing my nausea factor substantially have you tried the blood soup he made like a delicious blood Mm. soup Uh, no what's up guys how's it going (laughs) brah hello tom Tom. is that you yeah yeah i know i'm not not in uniform right now i get it but yeah yeah you you're wearing one of those Parisi square skin tight outfits. Yeah, and your hair grew really long. Do you have a wig? Uh, no, I, I I grew it out a little bit. I had the replicator oh. replicate me some hair. You you smell like yeah, 
uh, this is please don't take offense to this, nah. but you smell like like neutrino waves. Oh yeah. Uh, as a Vulcan, I'm extremely sensitive to it's that. It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you guys, you guys catch that neutrino neutronic wave front that we just had? No, I was <sighs> uh, I was in Fairhaven. I've been just so obsessed with that place. Uh, what do you? Right. Uh, I, I have caught it. We, I've, I'm still reeling from oh, the get, neutrino. I, I get cannot, a little space I'm, sickness, huh? It is not space sickness. I'm just a Vulcan. <laughs> We're sensitive to neutrinos. Are you, uh, you feeling pretty Vulky right now, huh? Hey, I told you you cannot use that word. I'm Kurt. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was just but with I you. I am feeling me, horribly you know? Vulky. Okay. Extremely Vulky. Okay. Extremely sorry. Vulky. Yeah. Well, think... So you have been spending a lot of time in Fairhaven. You have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got this big foam uh, uh, ox in hat. I don't know if you can see it, but it's like it is like the in. It's like a giant foam in hat. The oxen bull. Yeah, yeah. I got that at the yeah. gift shop. Uh, uh, Tom set up a gift shop there, and I also bought a season pass. And it's like it, it's kind of so I can get in. Um, you know, I, I don't have to spend any of my rations well, to get into have an open, Fairhaven. Did, wasn't there an open door policy it's on that? Open door policy well, for yeah, the whole shit. Yeah, no, but like the the thing with like the season pass is that like uh, you get little extra like gifts. You know, like if Tom makes something new for Fairhaven, I get access to it first. Pert, Pert did you get did you get scammed? Did Pert no, Lewis no, no, the, no, no, no. the scammer get scammed? No, I didn't get scammed. No, this is a function. It also works as like a a line skipping pass. You you know when Fairhaven was like at the height of its game and there was long lines to get in because for, they for couldn't the ring, facilitate for the ring tossing game. Everybody was yeah. in line for the ring tossing. Yeah, game. yeah. This my season pass that Tom Paris sold me. I get to skip the line completely. Yeah, I, I don't know. So, I don't know. I I didn't really go was, into Fairhaven. I wasn't really paying too, too much attention to it. You know, who's your yeah, guys' well, you favorite? You were gone the last week and a yeah. half. Where were you? Uh yeah. You, so you know the whole neutronic uh, wave front that we had from the two uh, neutron yes. stars colliding. Yeah. Yes. Bro, I'm very well aware. That wave was the biggest neutronic wave front that we're gonna have seen probably in like a very long time if not forever so like i had to like seize on the opportunity and i took the delta flyer out and caught that nasty nasty wave you know what how that's did, incredibly you took the flyer? yeah how did nobody see you yeah how did paris not pitch a fit well, i did asked paris yes? if i could take it out and he was so busy with uh with fairhaven that he just didn't even like i don't even think he it, he he answered me it wasn't didn't even like uh he wasn't i wasn't even on his radar you know how was the wave oh it was oh it was so beautiful you got to come out with me sometime, man. It's like you get out there on the wave and you just, you're not thinking about anything else. You're you know, just I've thinking always, about that wave, you know? I've always thought I'm, about it. I'm just it. getting sick thinking about being out there with you. I've always thought about it, but I'm not very good at like staying afloat in the ship. Like I tend to lose my balance a lot when I'm totally. in the flyer, you know? A lot of first time people have that problem, but I'll take you yeah. out some time and I'll, I'll teach you how to, I'll teach you how to catch those waves. I'm also, I'm, Tom, I'm yeah. looking at, I'm looking at the, the system log of the Delta flyer here. I just patched into the system yeah, and it says yeah. that you wiped out. 
Well, yeah, I mean that that, that wave is so hard. big. How do you expect anyone to stay on stay on their ship? You know, so like, well, yeah, you could I, just create a inverse warp field and anchor the ship. Okay, well, like you know, that's, yeah. Well, what is even what even is an anchor in space? Okay, like who? How do you even put an anchor down in space? I mean, he's got a point. Explain it pretty he's clearly. So like, yeah, okay, I broke a neutrino cell or so or two. You know, it's you like broke. I'm you sorry. Broke the ship. Yeah, like a nacelle may be missing, and, and there might be some issues with the controls. But we can fix that, right, guys? We can fix that. Well, you know, Tom's gonna be pissed. Tom Paris is gonna be pissed because he, Fairhaven's gone, and now he's gonna go back to his baby, and his baby's gonna be completely. What fucked. are you gonna do? What are you gonna do now that Fairhaven's gone with that season pass? Well, uh, you know, he's re- he's rebuilding he it. He might he might be giving out refunds, maybe down the line. I mean, I don't, I don't need a refund. He said he's going to rebuild it. So once it's rebuilt, I will definitely go back because <clears throat> I've got a little bit of a thing with Maggie, you know, and I kind of miss her a whole lot. Who's your guys' favorite character? Who's your guys' favorite character within, like, the Fairhaven uh, universe? I'm going to go take uh, a Sonic shower, and then I'm going to go, like, thank uh, you. you know, probably. Please. I'm sorry okay, if I smell a little bit, but yeah. You smell so much like neutrino waves, particles. It's okay, just I'm nauseating. A, I'm gonna go oh. too because it seems like you guys aren't really interested in the Fairhaven stuff. Uh, but if I you, like Franny, I like Franny's oh uh, Franny, yeah. Franny Sullivan, but she's just not there anymore. Yeah, it's unfortunate when they when she got deleted. Uh, she was really cool. Though. I'm actually working on a fanfic novel about her and her relationship oh with Seamus, or not not Seamus. Um, wait, no, Seamus, yeah, Michael. Yeah. No, Michael? Michael. Yeah, Michael. Sorry, I get them. There's so many of them. So <clears throat> basically, what happens in 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 my fanfic is is Ugh. is Franny and and Michael are kind of having like Hold relationship on. troubles, and Neelix, Neelix, I need a bucket. I need a bucket. <laughs> you should really try this blood wine. It is so or not blood wine, but blood soup is so good. Neelix, this stuff is so good. You, you've outdone yourself. <laughs> yeah. I love vo- how sensitive Tuvok gets. To 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 be, he's like, I'm not, I'm not sick. I'm just. Balana's just like, are you feeling a little space sick? Was it Balana? I think it was Balana. Seven, or, I think. Seven, was seven. yeah. Seven. seven. Like, oh, like yeah. Space sickness. He's like, it's space not sick. space sickness. He's like, I, I'm a sailor. I don't get space sickness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what's going on, Tupac? Uh, man, I also really like that. Um, the boyfriend Michael Sullivan asks asks her if he can kiss her. I thought that was really sweet. And like, I actually wouldn't have expected in a movie in a show from like the early two thousands. Cause usually it's like a romantic surprise kiss, right? It was written. This is actually really nice. It was written by a woman. Yeah. So so maybe it's a little indicative. (laughs) Fucking nailed (laughs) it. Yeah. Hey, I'd love it. If, if, if the guy I'm into asked me, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) instead of just do it. But then there, but then there is that moment, uh, where what's his name? Uh, guy who cheats on his wife, uh, Seamus. Seamus yeah. comes up. Pre warrior, pre warrior, pre warrior. Seamus comes up to Seven, and is like, basically like kind of gross. And then Seven's like, yeah, okay, let's right. let's go hang out. And then, <laughs> and, and then Carrie's like, what? What? That worked? <laughs> what? <laughs> that guy? <laughs> 
Carrie, Tom's like that old world like charm, Seamus, like, right? <laughs> Seamus approaches her and he's like, says some bordering on ra- raunchy shit, yeah. and she's like, clarify. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, okay. He, he does, and she's like. All right. Mm-hmm. She's like, looks at her pad and she's like, dirty sex with like an middle aged man. Like, she's like, I want to try that out. Check. I don't know. I'm like, figuring that out. I also love that Harry Kim is, for the rest of his life, the guy who's like, that work? What? How did that work? He constantly, he's always at the bar saying, how did that work? And Tom Paris is like, I mean, dude, it's that is Tom obviously Par- Tom works. Paris like, is I don't like, know why. Tom Paris is like, Harry, you don't try. You just sit there and drink. Like you <laughs> literally don't try anything. You just sit there and drink. If maybe you just talked to somebody, it would yeah. work. He's like, yeah, you're right, Tom. You're right. And then he snaps at him. He's like, look at that. That How works. That works. <laughs> I cannot believe that worked. Well, this is just like uh, that episode, I believe, Alter Ego, where Harry once again or prior had fallen in love with a holodeck program and it was the same fucking thing it's like you're just standing by her bro you're not like (laughs) you're not even trying it feels like a Fred Armisen character if Fred Armisen played Harry Kim just like that it that, that worked. worked. <laughs> oh my! Oh, th- that? that. It's just like going to a bunch of different people. Picking up people. <laughs> that worked. That. That worked. That worked. That worked. <laughs> and then it ends with him like wide-eyed, like shot on his face, like that worked. worked. And then it cuts around, and it's like two dogs. He's like, that worked. <laughs> and the, that worked. And the that worked. the bouncer's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> that worked. That worked. That worked. <laughs> and it, it ends with him looking right at the camera saying, that worked. That worked. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? That worked. Uh, <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse you. You're excused. Do you guys want to rate this? Yeah, let's. Yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, are you okay? Yes. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> are you sure? Are you good? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we like addressed everything. There is it, a sequel so to this episode. Yeah. <gasps> they do oh. go to Fairhaven again? It's the next yeah. episode. It's actually six it's weeks. Six weeks it later. Six yeah. weeks later, like six episodes later, isn't it? Yeah. <gasps> that was a piece of trivia that I think we, we yeah, didn't get to. Where, yeah. her, where Tom tells Janeway it's going to take six or seven weeks to repair. And the next time we see this, Fairhaven is six exactly six weeks later. They aired it six weeks later. I wish they would have stuck with more Fairhaven episodes. Like, it seems like Voyager is always like, hey, we've got this good idea. And they do it for two episodes and they're like, I don't know. I didn't, we didn't like it. And then we, they try to set up another cool new meeting spot in the holodeck and they're like, yeah, I don't know. We didn't really like it. We wanted to do something else. And they never stick with one. It feels like partly this might be because Robin was the only female writer in the writer's room at the time. Yeah. yeah, could could have had a, a thing, uh, something to do with it because it's kind of hard to get your your ideas, you know, taken seriously and stuff. Uh, I've also read that the Voyager writers' room itself was pretty elitist, mm, and a lot of people like actually resented being on a Star Trek show, so they weren't into Star Trek. They do were, yeah, mm. a uh, bunch of assholes. Yeah, this was not weird. Yeah, uh, and uh, another thing is just like I think. They were Rick Berman really wanted to lean on these um, episodic, make it TNG, but in the Delta Quadrant element of the show. You can do that, but you can also have reoccurring 
I agree. Fa- or Which Fable I think Haven. is a really cool uh, non-episodic move to have the next episode of this air seven, yeah. six weeks later. Like yeah. They said it was going to. Yeah, I think I PS9 agree. does a good job of that with uh, Vic Fontaine. Yeah. Uh, He's just like a through line thing. Those that, Vic- that's what Fairhaven could have been. Honestly, man, those Vic Fontaine episodes are some of the best holodeck. Like, I think of them in like a 10 part television series, even though that's not really what happened. But like, whenever I think of Vic Fontaine, I think of a 10 episode show with him always. Let's rate it. Let's rate it. Drama. Dialogue. Dialogue. I mean, it's that's 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 it's pure drama. The dialogue <laughs> is pure drama. <laughs> that that's for that that's a, one of our memes is that we think the D is drama. It's drama. I actually think the dialogue is really good in this. Yeah, I like I, it. Yeah, it's um cheesy, but it fits the the episode, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, uh, Janeway and. And um, <clears throat> Michael Sullivan's flirting is pretty good. I yeah, think those I think lines it, are pretty, pretty, pretty rocking. They do, they do a good job. There's some funny jokes in there that I like. Mm-hmm. I like the everything is on point. Nothing like stood out to me. Uh, the thing that stood out to me the most was just Seven saying "clarify" because it's just <laughs> funny to me. Yeah, <laughs> but like well, delete the wife. Delete the white, but that's not no, in the. It wait, is. do we count the holodeck? Count the holodeck? Yeah, the holodeck. you know what? It's There's in the, the character right creator yeah. holodeck. But we're not counting the doctor's. Sick we're not, bay. but we're seeing the yellow, the like grid though. with the yeah, yellow the stuff on it. Okay, just so we just as a point of trivia, by the way, that only appears three times in all of Voyager. That holographic research. Interesting. Lab. The uh, yeah. character creator. Yeah, the character creator. <laughs> but because I'm gonna say because we saw the like the grid the with the yeah. yellow, like okay. it counts. I agree. Okay, so delete, delete the, the wife's a hell of a line. Yeah. Okay, hell of a the, line. Just for that alone, I'll give it a three point five. I was gonna give it a four. Same. Fourzies. Fourzies. Fours. Romance. I think it's got it all. Five. This is. Big old five. Five. This is a big five. I mean, this is a come on. Everybody's novel if I've ever read five. one. This, yeah, this is the <laughs> most romantic holodeck episode I think I've yeah. ever seen. Besides the, the the bone episode, Riker and his bone. <laughs> right. Or I think <laughs> this, this is, is more like romantic actual than romance. Than actual romance, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah, the yeah. most romantic part of this episode is at the end when Janeway is like, and computer... Don't let me change who he is. Yeah. Let him be himself. Yeah. Lock so me nice. out of uh, out of Lock the character out. creator. And then yeah. like a week, and then like six weeks later when she goes back in, she's like smash cut to, to her with Tom Paris. All right, Tom, you really got to reverse what you I gotta, did. You got to change You got to let me change it. You got to let me change it. He's got a dick nose. He's got a dick. <laughs> who did that? Who put, I need to change the dick. He's like, I'm sorry. Somebody. I'm sorry. One of the kids got in there. <laughs> you gotta help me. He's got a dick nose and he started chewing sunflower seeds. Whatever we're hanging out. Just, <laughs> Have you asked him to stop? I, yes. I, I, I want to ask him. <laughs> I've asked him to stop and he won't stop. <laughs> Turns into a nightmare. Hey Janeway, uh, how's your relationship going with uh with I don't Michael? Talk about it. I don't, don't want to talk, talk about it. We broke it. up. The dude is fucking insane. He <laughs> he lulled me for a week and I was completely fooled. The guy's a maniac. Yeah, yeah he like hid himself from me. And, and Tom won't let me right? change him. Tom won't let me change him. 
It's for your own good, Captain. It's for your own good. Yeah, the doctor. And she's like, I will fucking turn you off. I will turn you off. <laughs> action. Um, the arm wrestling scene. Arm wrestling there's scene. There's both implied of them, action with the bar. I thought yeah, the, we don't the see. Implied action. Yeah. I, mean, I thought it was really cute, the arm wrestling scene that Janeway had with Yeah, uh, so good. Though yeah. I do feel like Janeway would beat him. Totally. She was going, she was going, uh, she was easy going, on him. yeah, easy she was on flirting. Him. I'm gonna yeah. give it a three. You read my mind, you're reading my mind today, Darius. I was gonna go with three also. I'm gonna give it a three. Suspense, not really any suspense. I feel there isn't a lot. I mean, maybe just yeah. a scene where Paris is like, What's going on with my program? <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun. I didn't. I didn't tell him to drink. He's not supposed to be drinking. He's dun, a teetotaler. Uh, uh, zero. Yeah. Yeah. I'm agree. giving it a one for that. That. And one. also maybe like, are are they going to be able to fix their fix haven? It. Yeah, yeah. At the end, that's kind of a yeah. a, a thing. I'm gonna go with point five. Camp. I mean, there's some campy stuff going on here. It's pretty campy. The I mean, doctor, all the Irish voices. The the Irish doctor, voices the you know what would? You know what would have made this an easy five for me? A cartoony bar fight, like outright, uh, just I do don't it. No, man, I think this is a five for me. This is like, <clears throat> what are you missing uh, here? The cartoony bar fight? Yeah, it. Uh, the line, like the line of delete the wife's kind of campy. But she says it so seriously, like she she mean she like really means it. Um, I'm just yeah. I just all the really ridiculously Irish names and Irish yeah accents. And the, the doctor is the priest is doctor so fucking. Cardo campy. gives some camp for sure. And Harry Kim is like real fucking campy when he's doing the arm wrestle thing and like yeah. man, that 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 part where Picardo's like where he's like doctor yeah I, I, I cheated on my wife basically he's like I already heard confession you know what just say five Hail Marys and you'll be good <laughs> get out of my face get out of my face damn it um all right four I'll give it a four uh I will all I will give it a 3.5 Don. Oh, like five. Big five. five for me. Right. Okay. Big five. Are you sticking to Big that? Five you know, uh, I'm going to drop it to a 3.5 because uh, 3.5 oh. was, was what I was thinking. And then I thought you guys were both going to give it a higher score than me. Nah, nah, you can't. Yeah. Uh, I just want to note that, you know, David Bell did a fine job in the, in the soundtrack. Like it didn't, I didn't notice it, but also I feel like I want to hear Ron Jones's take on this because I feel like Ron he Jones' would go hard. romance, he would have yeah. gotten hard on that There'd romance. Be some, like violin <laughs> and like. <laughs> It would have oh. been too much, probably. <laughs> yeah. But it yeah. would have been a lot. Just perfect. Stakes. There's some stakes there for, for huge Jane. Huge emotional stakes. Big emotional stakes. Yeah. The whole crew, when when it's all like damaged and stuff, the whole crew's super bummed. So bummed. Yeah. Yeah, man. The stakes of like, are we going to have something to keep us sane? Yeah. You know, that's like everyone's favorite movie got deleted. Right, you know, what's your favorite movie? Imagine it just got deleted. You just can't watch. You can't it watch it ever again. It's like when people found that The Office was coming off of Netflix. It's like, what? Am I gonna have to get like a people personality? Lost their mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a three, just because of the emotional stakes and uh, and again that I'm giving it a three point five because there's some big stakes there for Janeway. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with a four, actually, because I think this is the biggest emotional stakes we've ever seen for a character in the holodeck, for me at least, except for, like, you know, Picard with the Tommy gun. But, like, this well, is, also like... Also, there's the emotional stakes of uh, the Doctor when he... When the Viking warrior woman... Schweitzer. Gets killed. Schweitzer, that's true. I'm mean, pretty hurt by that. I don't know. This is more complicated. It's more complex. And also though. when his daughter dies. Oh, <laughs> shit, I forgot. Last week's episode. <laughs> right. But I, a four... You say four, right, Dylan? Yeah, I'm going to go with a four. I'm going to... I'll go... I'll sneak up to a three, five. I've been convinced that it is, is yeah, important. Yeah, three, five for me. That's that's kind of where yeah. I'm at. All right, computer. Crank those numbers for us. Calculating. 3.38. Okay. That's a big one. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's in a top 10 now. It supersedes TNG's emergence and is ranks below 11001001. Perfect. They're right together, the two romance ones. Uh, yeah, very romantic ones. Yeah. What would awesome. have pushed this up? I guess I guess the stakes going up a little stakes bit more. Stakes going up a little suspense. bit. Suspense. There's no suspense. There's, there's, no there's suspense. really no suspense. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what, it, what would have done it. I think this is a almost perfect holodeck episode for me, though. Drask system aside, you yeah. know, it's, a, it's a, a fabulous holodeck episode. A real winner for me. Well, uh, what should we do next week? Does anybody in the Twitch? Oh, no. We're doing, we're doing, um, we are doing uh, Ship in a Bottle. Uh, oh. TNG season six, episode 12. And we are cool. going to have a guest on. Um, <gasps> yes. Yay. And the guest is Shem Andre Byron. Uh, great guy. Great friend of mine. Um, great. he knows a wealth of knowledge when it comes to Star Trek. Awesome. Um, and he has a, uh, it's going to be a little bit of a spoiler, but he, he'll talk about it more. He has a, uh, action figure museum in his house. And he knows a lot about Star Trek action figures. So. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, hell yeah. That yeah. sounds awesome. I'm down. Also, there's going to be a very special episode of Trek to the Holodeck. On top of that, we should just seed that here where yeah. we're going to be performing our characters. Oh, yeah. And in, yeah, uh, in a sort of a tabletop environment. And we're really excited about it. One of our good friends, Evan Brennanisio, has uh, designed a little... Um, module for us. So yeah, it's kind of like that. yeah, role playing as our our characters. Um, yeah, our improv characters. When is that on Wednesday? Uh, yes, that's when we will be <laughs> yeah, doing. I guess doing we'll that? probably Twitch stream it too. We'll probably so. stream it too. Yeah, we'll let you. Yeah, we still have to know figure out the details, the details behind it. So yeah. yeah, should be fun though. I'm really excited uh, because I love our characters and it's going to be fun to put yeah. them in an actual situation to see what they what they get up to. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Ship in a bottle again is what we'll, what you should watch if you want to be caught up. Yeah, uh, this this uh, podcast is oh, gosh, I forget what we're supposed to say. Thanks for listening <laughs> to Track to the Holodeck, everybody. There, thank you. We That's uh, are on all podcast places where you get your podcasts. So subscribe to us: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, and you know, give us a rating if you'd like on on Apple Podcasts if you like it. That's very helpful for us. Uh, we also have a Discord where we share memes and all sorts of good stuff, as well as a Twitch channel that we stream on every uh, Saturday for our episodes. Um, 
If you like the voice of the computer, it was provided by Verona Blue. Thank you, Verona. Mm-hmm. Uh, intro and outro music was provided by Artist Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Midwest Collective. The Midwife avail- Collective. The Midwife Collective. <laughs> that just available a bunch of ladies. Band <laughs> Camp. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, we have a very exciting announcement. Uh, Trek to the Holodeck is going to be exclusively streaming on Paramount Plus. Uh, when it- <laughs> it's one of the, they need a lot of content oh, and uh, <laughs> they really scrape the bottom yeah. of the barrel. And then they looked under the barrel and then, and then they're us. like, what is this? What's this stuff? It's, oh, yeah. it's some dust. And yeah, then they yeah. wipe the dust away and then they, they see a crack in the floorboards and they're like, give me that red thing. <laughs> and they pull up the floorboards. And they found, and found us, us kind of like chilling down there and we're like, hey. And they're like, what are you doing? We're like, nothing. We're a fan podcast. We like, not anymore. We don't we don't have anything to do with any rights holders of Star Trek. We just love it. <laughs> and the, they do the they do the uh the moneyball thing where there's like there's Star Trek the Next Generation, there's Deep Space Nine, there's Enterprise, Rise. and then there's us. us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Thank you so much for listening everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And transmission. spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite and for a while i almost forgot he was a hologram that means the holodeck safeties are off computer execute complete shutdown of the holodeck all holo simulations have been terminated 